Hey there, and welcome to the Podcast Launch Strategy Limited Series. You're in the right place if you're an online coach or service provider and want to learn how you can leverage a podcast to sign more high-ticket clients and attract premium speaking opportunities. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, Podcast Launch Strategist and founder of Too Busy to Podcast, a podcast launch company serving impact-driven women entrepreneurs and coaches. Now let's dive into another episode of this limited series podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking about systems for your podcast. Now, you may be a little surprised that we're covering this topic so early in the series, but I promise you that now is the best time to have this conversation. A little known podcasting stat is that 75%, yep, a whopping 75% of new podcasts do not make it past episode seven. The biggest reason for this is that new podcast hosts jump into launching their show They do things messy and often don't think beyond the launch date itself. They don't consider how their podcast fits into their marketing strategy. They don't set up systems to maintain their show in the long term. They put all their focus into the launch and then episode four comes around and it's like, oh crap. Um, and they're not, they're not ready. They've not got anything set up. They're chasing their tail. And by the time they get to episode seven, They might have already skipped a couple of episodes and eventually stopped releasing new episodes altogether. For some reason, it's around that one month mark that new podcasters start to struggle and they give up. I don't want that for you. So today we're going to be talking about the five systems you need to have in place before you launch your podcast. I promise you these won't take long to set up. I'm even willing to bet that some of these tools you're already using in your online business, so there shouldn't be any steep learning curves or lots of time spent trying to figure stuff out. In your workbook, I've included the links to all the tools mentioned in this episode, so you don't have to worry about making notes of everything that I say, totally up to you, but just know that you know in the workbook you have everything available to you, and if you haven't downloaded your workbook as yet, please, please, please. <laughs> head to the link in the show notes to download your copy or head on over to tobusytopodcast.co.uk slash workbook. All right, let's dig in. The first system is a project management tool. Your project management tool will act as your podcast central hub. It will allow you to see at a glance where you are in your production schedule. So some examples of of project management tools are Trello, Asana, ClickUp, Notion, Airtable, maybe even Google Sheets. I use Google Sheets. I used to use Trello, but earlier this year, I just really wanted to simplify my tech stack. And so everything related to my podcast lives in Google Drive. So I have a content calendar in Google Sheets. And then obviously I use um, Google Drive to store all my podcast content for each episode. So chances are that you are probably already using one of these tools in your business to manage maybe your social media content or your to-do list, whatever it might be. So it's this is going to be really simple. It's just a case of you copying one of your boards or your databases for your podcast. That's it. You can set up tasks and checklists for each episode. It could be where you keep your ideas for future episodes. And if and when you plan to hire, or maybe you've already got a VA on your team right now, 
having this project management tool is going to make it so much easier for you to outsource your podcast task because you can just add your team member to your project management tool and allocate tasks directly to them. So it's more of a collaborative system. Project management tool is a must have. I don't care which one you use, <laughs> pick one that aligns with how you best work and your learning style, etc. But you must have something. Otherwise you are just, you cannot keep, there's, so, there's too many different podcast tasks to keep all in your head. Okay. So if you haven't got one already, have a look on um, Google, compare, have a look at the demo videos to see which ones you have, you like the look of. A lot of them have a free plan. So you can start out on, especially Trello, you can start out on a free plan. I think they only start to charge you when you add a team member. So if you're not there yet, that might be a good one to start off with. Number two, second system would be a content calendar. Now this could be in your project management tool, depending on which one you choose, or you can create separately in a Google sheet. As I said, the Google sheet is my preference. Um, just because I find it's easier to read like, and I can put it up on my phone. This is where I store all my episode ideas. So like if I'm walking the dog or if I'm in the shower, I can just pick up my phone and quickly jot that episode down, idea down into my Google sheet. So if you do choose to use a Google sheet, some of the columns you will want to include are episode number, episode name, the content pillar it falls under. We'll talk about content pillars in a future episode, the episode type. Again, we'll talk about those in a future episode. So don't worry your stats, your status, your episode status. So has the episode been recorded? Is it in editing? Is, have you, is it a guest interview and you've sent the pitch? Has it been published? So think about all the different steps or statuses of each episode and you can create filters or lists. I think they're called. You also want to include the date of publish. So your release date. And I like to include URL links rather than me scrolling through. It's all right when you first start and you've got a couple, you know, like 10, 15 episodes. But I promise you, when you get to 50, when you get to 100, when you get to 200, and you want to grab the link to share with maybe a potential client, or maybe you're pitching yourself to a podcast, you don't want to be scrolling through Apple Podcasts or Spotify trying to find the episode. So just grab the link and put it in your content calendar. Having this content calendar is going to help you be way more intentional with the types of content that you're creating for your podcast. I promise you. Number three, third system is a production workflow and recording schedule. I can't stress this enough. Having a well-defined and streamlined production schedule will ensure that your episodes are produced consistently, but also that they're of the same high quality. I've been here where, you know, I didn't look at my workflow. I kind of just produced the episode from the seat of my pants and the quality was inconsistent, but most importantly, I missed a step. If you follow the same workflow for every episode in the long run, you'll save yourself time and you'll reduce stress. I'm telling you, cause I'm a little bit of a perfectionist as well. And so it was like, ah, why does this not sound as good <laughs> as the others? So follow that, pr- that workflow 
for each and every episode and you can't go wrong. Now, I like to break down the production of a podcast episode into four phases and each phase has multiple steps. So this is going to be a high level overview, but I wanted to share it with you because something that I've, that's come up with potential clients or like in Facebook groups, communities that I've been in is how a lot of people don't really know what goes into managing a podcast. Like they can kind of get a bit of an idea about the launch, but not a lot of people know what happens past the launch. And this is probably why there's such a high amount of podcasts that pod fade, i.e. stop releasing episodes around episode seven, because they weren't really prepared for what was to come. I want you to be prepared because it's that knowledge that will serve you well after your podcast launch and beyond. So those four phases, phase one is prep, preparation, phase two, produce, phase three, publish, and phase four, promotion. I am going to include a copy of the episode workflow that I share with my clients in your companion workbook so that you can see the steps within each phase. It's my hope to keep these episodes short. And so I didn't want to go through each step because we'll be here for like 30, 45 minutes. But check out the link in your companion workbook to see what each step is within each phase. But what I want to run through with you now and what I want you to do once you've seen those steps is to apply what I like to call the automate, delegate, simplify rule to your workflow. And that simply is what can you automate, delegate, and simplify? So let's look at your production schedule. Let's think about that. What is it going to look like for you? Consistency is key, especially when you first start out podcasting. It's super important that you try to stick to a consistent release day and time. So if you launch your episodes on a Monday, try and stay and stick to Mondays for at least six to 12 months. Those initial weeks, months of launching your show have such a huge impact on the trust that you're building with your podcast audience. And the quickest way to break that trust is to be inconsistent with the way you show up. I can't speak for everyone, but I personally, if I came across what I do when I'm looking to work with a coach, for example, I might look for someone on Instagram, but I'll also be looking to see if they have a podcast because that's that's my way of getting to know who I want to work with. Yes, I could sit and listen or read 500 Instagram posts or watch them on their stories, but it's really their podcast where I get a fuller, a full view, a full understanding. And so say I found a coach who I wanted to work with and I saw they had a podcast. And when I clicked over to Apple Podcasts, I can see that they've just launched, but you know, they've missed a week here. They've missed a week there. I'll be honest with you. A question will come up in my mind where I'm like, is that how she shows up as a coach? I don't think that's a stretch for like a stretch of an assumption to make because you need to remember that your podcast is a representation of your business and your brand. And so whilst consistency is key as a podcast host, you also need to think of it from the perspective of your listeners as well. So the best way to stay consistent 
is by batch recording your episodes. At a minimum, you should be batch recording your episodes. That's the advice that I give to my clients. I work with a handful of management clients and I've got them on a system where, you know, at least two weeks out from the episode being released, that's when I need you to record. I have clients who do a full month, which is amazeballs for me. <laughs> like I love those clients who record a whole month out, but at least two weeks minimum. And if you could also batch record some of your other tasks, like writing your, your captions and your emails, even better. But at a minimum, you should batch record the tasks in phase one and phase two. I know that batching isn't for everyone, but if you're already doing this in your business or you're open to trying it, I promise you that batching will make this podcasting process so much more fun because the week by week cycle will lead to burnout. Trust me, I've been there. I'm speaking from experience. So I know that those new episodes, due dates come around really fast. I release on Thursdays. I've recently added Mondays for my original, my first podcast. And you just have to blink. And before you know it, it's Wednesday afternoon. And I'm like, oh crap, I have not recorded anything. And you don't want to be scrambling to cobble something together. You want to show up on your podcast as your best self for your audience. So I really recommend that you figure out a production schedule that works for you. Look at your calendar, your business, and your life, because your personal life will have an impact on podcasting as well, right? So don't just focus on, oh, this is what I'm doing in my business. Bring in your personal life. When are the kids off school? Maybe you've got commitments to parents. Maybe you're a caregiver. Consider your life in its entirety, not just your business life alone. And then I want you to think about when is it best for you to batch record your podcast episodes? The best system that I've seen work for myself and my clients is batching kind of at the end of the month for the following month. So as a weekly show, if you're releasing episodes once a week, depending on the day, so sometimes there's five Mondays in a month, So if you're weekly and you're releasing on a Monday, you might have four or five episodes a month. And if your episodes are quite short, you could probably knock those out in two, two and a half hours. And then you don't have to think about recording again for four weeks. Doesn't that sound like amazing, (laughs) right? I appreciate though that this schedule might not work for you and that's okay. But what will? You need to have something in place that works for you. Having something in place is a lot better than having nothing in place because I promise you, you're going to get stressed fast. And podcasting is meant to be fun. It is fun when I see people, you know, talking about how stressful it is and how much they're doing. I know immediately that they have no system set up. So I do not want that for you. And once you've decided what works best for you, I want you to pop those dates in your project management tool and or calendar and stick to them. So when I say that, I mean, if you decide that you are going to do phases one and two on the last weekend of every month, put that in your calendar, right? Because life is going to be lifing, right? Life is going to happen. And for the most part, I'm not saying that 
things aren't going to shift because when life happens, absolutely, you need to go and deal with whatever it is that life has thrown at you. But for the most part, by following this process, you are going to stay ahead. You won't be stressed. You remain consistent and you will continue to build that trust with your podcast listeners. System number four is somewhere to store your audio and associated files. Now, it might be that you want to keep your graphics, your show notes, your promo materials in your project management tool. That's A-OK. But your audio files take up a lot more storage space. So I recommend storing your audio in Google Drive or Dropbox or OneDrive, whatever cloud storage solution it is that you use. I also use an external hard drive as an additional backup option, but it's totally up to you. I obviously work with clients. And so if at any point they come back and I need to make a change or something weird happens in the hosting platform, at least I've got a copy of the edited version and the final version that I can refer back to. So pick one Google Drive, Dropbox, or OneDrive. And then finally, number five is a guest onboarding system. Whether it's Canonly, Acuity, TidyCal, if you're already using Dubsado or HoneyBook, I am sure you already have a scheduler, a system where you're booking calls with potential clients or having coffee chats. So the same for your podcast. Set up a scheduler based on the days and times that you want to record your guest interviews. So I've worked with clients before who will pick two days out of the month where they record their guest interviews. That has worked really well for them rather than just having like all five days open for guests to pick from. So what days and times work best for you? Is it a morning? Like, do you want to block out a two to three hour slot in the morning where you're then able to do two guest interviews, record two guest interviews with an hour in between? Really think about what works best for you. And then all you have to do is create a short intake form where you can capture the guest name, their bio, their headshot, specific topics and questions that they might want to cover in the interview. But the focus here is to make the process as easy as possible for them. This is the one thing that can be almost entirely automated. You should not be spending your time going back and forth, going back and forth with potential guests. It's a complete waste of your time. And quite frankly, it doesn't send the right message. I know when I've been invited or I've said yes to be a guest on someone's podcast, if that onboarding um, process is messy, the only way is down, right? It only goes downhill from there. And they could be a lovely person, but that first impression counts. I now have a first impression of you um, that might impact whether or not I collaborate with you in the future. So it really doesn't speak well to the reputation that you, the, the good reputation that you have built up onto this point. So those are the four, the five. So those are the five systems that I recommend that you set up before launching your podcast. So your action steps for today are decide which project management tool you're going to use and set up a template for your podcast. Decide where you're going to host your content calendar. Look at the episode workflow that I've linked in your workbook and identify which tasks you're going to automate, simplify, or delegate. And then decide where you're going to store your audio and set up appropriate folders. And then finally set up your guest outreach and onboarding system. Please, 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 please. Whatever you do, do not skip this step. If 
you have any questions, if anything comes up for you, of course, reach out to me at info at too busy to podcast.co.uk or send me a DM on Instagram at too busy to podcast. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. I hope you enjoy this episode of the podcast launch strategy limited series. Before you go, can I ask you a cheeky favor? If you took away something valuable from this episode, can you share it on Instagram? Just take a screenshot of the episode on your phone, share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at too busy to podcast. I'll be sure to reshare it and shout you out on my stories too. The more we share, the more we can get this podcast into the ears of more online coaches and service providers just like you who want to leverage the power of podcasting for their business. Until next time.